Hello, everybody, and welcome to Leave Romancy, a podcast about the magic of books. I'm Josh, and today I'm going to be talking about Crystal Crown by Elise Kova. So let's crystallize the magic of books. This is the fifth book, fifth and final book of the Air Awakened series, and boy, is it good. It was just, it was really good. It was really interesting. There were things I thought were going to happen and things that didn't happen, and I was a little, not little, I wasn't bummed by any of that. I was excited. I was tricked though a couple times, and there's a lot, a lot that happens in this book. So I think let's just try and say some general things. I think... One of Elise Kova's strongest points is her characters. Their characters very much feel like real characters. That they have real goals, real ambitions. Not everybody is super perfect at everything. They fight like real characters, as in they fight with each other. I, I love her characters. I think they were great. I think her plot was, was pretty good. It was a good story. It was a good through line through the whole thing. There are a couple of things I maybe would have tweaked or had play a little bit more, but I don't think that's any kind of a, a negative for her at all. I think her plots are great. They're just are better plots, or it could have been better. So I like that. I love her descriptions and the way she makes certain scenes and certain like, places stand out with emotion. It was just incredible throughout this whole series. And this is going to be kind of like a whole series and then slash this book. That's just kind of how it happens at the end of here. But it was amazing just to see all those pieces come together and to see the emotions that she pushes forward and she smacks you in the face with over and over and over again. And sometimes I got a little tired of being hit in the face with with teenager drama because that's that's what I feel like it was sometimes, but it still made sense and I can't say it was bad. You know, I really enjoyed the magic system, the elementals, and then the crystals coming in and that they taint and that they, you know, change you. And I, I thought that was really good. I love that a lot. So I think we're just going to have to go straight into spoilers here because I am out of things to say about non-spoileries. So let's say, first, the cover is a little misleading to me because Valhalla is on the... Cr- I mean... Maybe it's not. Let's let me look at the cover here for a second. The cover is misleading to me, but it's not really that misleading because I thought that she would be wearing the crystal crown and that she would have to put that on in order to kind of destroy the crystals and do something with them. You know, she'd have to take control of the crystal magic, wrest it away from Victor and, you know, stop him, and then they would fix it and be done. Now, I think I would have liked a little bit more of a denouement on this, a little bit more epilogue type ending versus just a little bit we got. We got plenty and I'm not trying to complain about it. I just, I wish there's a little more. I wish that our final climactic scene had happened at like maybe 90% through the book instead of like 95%, which is where I feel like it happened. But again, not bad, not a criticism, just a thought. So I realize now that this crystal, this crown is probably when she's being crowned as empress and sitting on the throne, but it's still just a little misleading to me because I was like, aha, she's going to get the crystal crown and, and do this and that and n- none of that happened. So that's fine though. Let's just uh, let me tell you what happens really quick. They are, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened. I finished it, but it's all blur. Obviously they are, Victor has solidified the South. He has killed the royal family, everybody except for Aldric. They make their, our team makes their way to the East. They kind of recuperate a little bit. Then they go west again to bring back the west get the west and the north involved and the north is bringing their soldiers to help uh, Sehra and Za they were pretty fun characters I liked Sehra and Za they're just like you guys don't know anything you've totally forgotten all the magic and all the cool stuff and it's like well they haven't forgot everything they just kind of forgot all the legends and the special lore and that's what happens when you have an emperor who's kind of a jerk and is like hey I don't 
want you to know about these things because I want it to be secret so only I know about it and I have all the power. Now, it was great to meet Rex Yarl, her dad. I love their interactions. I love the way Aldrich acts when he's with her dad and he's like, oh, it's your dad. And he's like a little nervous and he's like, but I'm not that nervous because I am the emperor. And it was so fun. I loved it. I loved the situation. So, sorry, let me go back to our story. They go to the West. They argue about getting married. Then they get married. Then they assault the South. They attack. They get through. They attack. They finally come up against Victor. They kill Victor. Everybody's happy. Well, I mean, not everybody. Nobody's happy because they had to do all this stuff. But in the general sense, everybody's happy that they're not being ruled by a crystal-tainted monarch who decides that commons aren't worth anything, right? And since the majority of people are commons, I just... I always have a hard time with these things, and it doesn't make sense in my mind. It doesn't make sense for me to be angry or, like, worried about these things, because the despot is always like, whoever is in is always like, oh, we can't have any commons. We have to only have sorcerers. And I was like, okay, but sorcerers come from commons, and if you kill all the commons, and then the sorcerers may, and then... Eventually, you're going to run out of people to have kids with, or, you know, you know, it's going to get ugly real quick. So, like, you're just shooting yourself in the foot here. And the same thing, you know, if we kill all the sorcerers, then sorcerers do a lot, usually, and make a lot of things. But, obviously, these people are not thinking correctly or in their right mind or they wouldn't be doing this in the first place and so taking that logical thought to that is is probably the wrong move but that's still kind of just where my mind goes usually when we have those kind of situations so yeah let's talk about some other cool things all right let's talk i'm not gonna talk about characters because all the character thoughts are just interwoven so much so let's talk okay i can talk about daniel daniel yeah fine i guess i just wish you had not re-entered the story or you'd been much quicker about it i've just never liked daniel i'm sorry i know that there was never there was like the hint of a romantic relationship and then it kind of faded and I was really glad and then he comes back and I'm just like no just go away I'm glad you lived you didn't die but like leave and don't ever come back and he does you know and the golden guard is gone and that's it's not nice it's sad but like I'm sorry Daniel you're out sorry you you just you passed my limit you're gone now I did learn like the fact that we learned that like the windwalkers are just better at hide and seek basically than everybody else and it's like so if you have windwalkers and they can use their magic now, maybe they're not going to be as proficient as Valhalla since she had a bond with Aldric and she basically stole all his fighting knowledge. Well, copied, so it's not really stole, right? But I'm sure the Windwalkers could do something and be like, hey, like, Windwalkers of the East unite join us you know we're gonna make it so that wind walking is you know i'm your proof that like wind walkers can exist and not be evil and like that you could be respected and like learn like i feel like they could have really helped a lot in the battle so it's not just you know fire bearers and earth bringers and water runners like a lot of wind walkers coming in could have helped like i get it anybody who's under the certain age or doesn't have the right skills or you know hide them away for sure send them into like a little bit more training but you are just dropping an entire fourth of your magical capacity and no Nobody's fought with Windwalkers in a while. Who knows what the Windwalkers could do? I just, I, I was like, don't just drop them. Bring them back. Bring them. So, um, let me say one thing else. Uh, I, if Valhalla and Aldric, I get that you guys have teenager emotions sometimes, but a special watch that you made once for Valhalla, or her magic back, which could turn the tide of the war since she's very, very important and very skilled with magic, especially, you know, since she's the only Windwalking one. Like, this is not a question. I'm sorry that you had to get rid of the special watch. I get it. But like magic or a watch that you made, there is no question. The magic is a thousand times more important. Like you just 
If the magic, if she hadn't gotten her magic back, she'd been like, oh no, I have to keep this very sentimental watch that, that Obdrick made me once, and he could definitely make me again after he's emperor, and we have, like, unlimited funds and time if we survive this. Like, there isn't, I get it, it's sentimental, but even in the book, well, I don't remember who says it, but I think Vahal says it, she says, memories were not tied up in things. And I was like, that's a great line. I love this line. That's, like, real-world advice, too. Like, hey, just because this thing reminds you of the memories doesn't mean if you get rid of it, you'll lose the memories of it. Like, the magic is so important, though. So, I'm glad that they chose and she got her magic back, that she had created a vessel. But then this is going to lead me right into my next thing. Okay, well, it's not going to lead me into my next thing. I'm going to say, the miscarriage was so sad. I was so... I don't like that in my books. I know it happens and it's real, but I don't enjoy reading it and I'm ugh. but it was fine it was good for the story it made sense everything was kind of happening you know trading her fate and the fate of her unborn kid because otherwise she'd be stuck in the same cycle I get it but ugh. okay now my next question here after she gets her magic back why do they not work on building the bond I know that they don't really know how bonds form but you know I bet they could figure it out pretty quick I think if they really loved each other they would be able to figure so not not that like their love is the requirement because you know we'll talk talk about that in just a second but like they could try and recreate the same steps they could be like well i took my your magic into me and your magic into me into him and then they could try and recreate it that would solve i mean that would be really nice if they could just reforge their bond which by the way when victor and Valhalla get bonded through her own magic that was gross 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 with a capital g i did not i mean it was amazing for the story but i was not there for it i was like "Mm -mm, victor you get out of that that's gross gross i can't believe you somehow bonded her but i love that scene because she's like hey wait a minute this crystal gate is being forced to stick together by my magic because victor stole my magic and he can't replenish it and so she just is like oh it's my magic whoop and pulls it back and that's of course when she bonds because victor's crystal magic is also in there which i was a little confused by i guess not like confused confused but i'm just like ah so it's through the crystal so it's it's air and crystal that she's bonded with not necessarily air and water right like air and fire would be her and aldrich or yeah air and fire for her and aldrich so i was like mm, i'm not 100 percent on that but i just thought it was cool that she's like hey i have power over the crystals now because he's basically using my magic to make it do what he wants so he doesn't get corrupted by it which spoiler he's still corrupted by it because he's not smart and i was very confused because i not confused confused is the wrong word i was surprised to learn when Vahal figures it out that he's basically got a limited amount of wind magic and i was like ah, i guess that makes sense because he didn't steal her channel he just like ripped all the magic she had out of her and that closed the channel and then that's how she had to reopen it with the other channel and so I love that I mean I just I, that was a really good interesting and well thought out and it plays really well together so now I want to do want to say a couple things here about Bahala and Aldrich like the wedding it's not that big of a deal, Valhalla. Like, it is kind of because, yes, you should try and do the surprise attack. And I thought that was a really good idea that they should have done. But, like, yes, an important wedding of your emperor and empress is kind of a big thing for just the people and for the nobles who are helping you. Like, I agree you should want to just go save the people. And can't they see that what you're doing is because of the people and that you're trying to save them and save the cost of the wedding? But it's like, trust me, that's just not how people think. I, I deal with people, not a lot, because they're bad people are just dumb sometimes but like the appearance of things is more important than you really think or no like the way things appear even though it doesn't matter it does not matter in the slightest if it appears a or b except
concept in people's minds, you know, but the job gets done, everything's perfect, but it's that appearance that really matters. It's ridiculous. You could have a sub a sub product or a sub service, right? But as long as the appearance is good, it, it's the one that's going to win out because of it's just bad. But that's why you had to have the wedding. So, like, I get it. But, like, also think, like, Aldrich loves you. He's been hearing all these rumors, which you got freaked out about, that, you know, he's just sleeping with you and that nothing's important. But, like, I think if you really thought about it, which you did later, but, like, the wedding is for Aldrich as well. Like, yes, the wedding's for the people, but the wedding is for you too. And this is something that's kind of important to Aldrich, it sounds like. So maybe you should just back off a little bit and be like, you know what, Aldrich? You are the emperor. We do love each other. We do both take advice. I am not the one in charge of our relationship. We are a team. I think I will try and listen and understand from your point of view why you think this wedding is so important to them and to us. And I was like, it's important to him because he wants their relationship to be proper. He doesn't want them to be heard to be talked bad about. And like, Aldrich keeping the secret that there's rumors going around about you. Were you expecting there to be no rumors about you, Valhalla? Were you expecting everybody to be like, yep, there's the Empress. She's perfect in every way and everybody loves her forever and always. Like, nobody's like that. Everybody's going to have rumors and dispelling the rumors and getting married officially is going to help a lot with that. But like, truthfully, and this is controversial, I think, a little bit in my opinion, but like, in this instance, at least what you don't know doesn't hurt you. Val, you didn't know he was keeping these secrets and you, the secret of the rumors going around about you, and you didn't know the rumors. Now, if you'd known the rumors and then he known he was keeping them secret, maybe that's a different story, but like, that didn't hurt you. You didn't care. You don't care about the rumors anyway, but they are important. You have to change and you do. And I'm glad that she grows because she's like, oh yeah. Like, I am going to be the Empress, and that's kind of important. So, I love that. Oh, we got to talk about Jax for a second. I loved that she pardons Jax, because that is just amazing. And Jax's story, like, yep, I came across my wife, my intended, and she was, you know, getting it on with somebody else, and I killed everybody there. That's the story he tells, and it's like, yep, you definitely, how can anybody like you? And then learning the truth about it, and... That's just a gross truth, and I certainly was not expecting that in my book today as I was reading it. But that's like, um, you know what? Actually, not bad. Like, yes, you still murdered, but let's face it, uh, the man definitely deserved it in this instance. He should have been murdered multiple times, brought back to life, and then re-murdered again a couple times, and then done it over and over again. Uh, as long as we can keep him you know, mentally sane enough to understand what's happening, and then that's just bad, right? No, no, I'm trying to think of the word here, no condolences, no, no pardons, no nothing for him, for that guy. He, he's just out. So, let's talk, that's that. I love that in this one, she's finally using her wind powers like a wind walker. She's so long used them the same way Aldrich uses them, and it's like, this is cool, and I'm glad you're able to, like, force a bunch of air into people and explode them, but, like, that's a very inefficient use of wind, fire, that makes sense. You have to be close for the fire because fire spreads and it's tougher to contain. Your air, you have much more fine control. So seeing her finally use the, the wind to guide her sword and swing it around and like without a person behind it, that's what's amazing. That's where the wind power should be going. Like that's so cool because that's such a, that's a good way to use your wind power finally. Like we're suffocating people. Now the fight with Victor, that was pretty intense. And Victor through the bond, that was, that was some creepy hard stuff to deal with. But like, and it yeah, just, you could tell as soon as they had the bond. She started getting snippy and she started getting snappy and she was very angry all the time and it's, you could totally be like, yep, that's Victor influencing her. He's pushing her. He's pushing her. And then Sahra comes and she's like, bam, I banished the crystal magic for a little bit. Now it's just going to come back. And the way that it made these 15 days feel like so long and the way she breaks down at the end and she's like, I'm just going to go to you. You can kill me, but don't kill Aldrich. And he's like, sure, I'll just kill all of his family. I'll just kill everybody else. And I'll flay all these people. And she's just like, 
<laughs> I guess as long as Aldrich lives and it's like, do you really think he's gonna let you live or like fight her, fight you on like real ground? And thank goodness for Jax. See, Jax, I've loved the whole time. He's been great. Daniel, sorry, get out of here. But Jax, A plus. And I do see maybe a little bit of a hint of a future between Jax and Alessia. I hope so. I'm looking forward to it. So, well, I mean, obviously it's not going to be in this book series because this book series is over and I don't think there's any that follow immediately after this. So, but in the, in my mind, that's, they go off and go get together. So just, I love that. Just those scenes with Victor at the end and he's all crystallized and she's popping the crystals and trying to use them. And then they fight him and they boil him. That part was like very graphic. And I was like, this is cool, but like, man, that's, that's some good writing right there. Cause you kept it graphic, but not uh, too graphic. And that's a skill I think. Cause you can very easily go too graphic or like overly graphic. And then it just comes kind of a turn off for me. It's like, ah, I don't really like, I already got it. Like he's dying. He's the, but I don't need to go into this super detailed view of it and the way she played it was really nice and close to the chest so let's see oh yeah Valhalla I love you to death but putting Fritz as the head of the sorcerer's tower is not important it's not helpful even like Fritz is not the head sorcerer now at least Graham is the true guest true head sorcerer in the back but like I love Fritz Fritz is not the head sorcerer I'm sorry he's just not you do need somebody more competent than Fritz Fritz is nice I love Fritz again but more competent than Fritz you know I also thought that the ships would do something when they're in the west and they're showing the big ships and I was like ah if he's I don't remember who it is one of the another one of the golden guard but he's like yeah all these ships like they make ways to harness the wind and to use the wind to their advantage but they basically go where the wind tells them to go that's how you have to be with politics now that you're the empress is you just go and they'll have to follow your lead kind of a thing right it's very self-confidence boosting for Bahala. but i was like oh this is so cool this is foreshadowing they're going to use the boats to get around because normally you have to you have to like plan according to the wind and the wind can slow or stop you but you have a wind walker who controls the wind so clearly there's not going to be an issue with you in the boats and i just i thought something was gonna happen with that and nothing happened and i was like well i guess i was wrong but it was an okay thing to be wrong about because i thought it was cool so i also love love the scene where they're getting ready to get married you know obviously still this is before they get married and he's talking to his aunts and cousins and Aldrich is like hey take her on a tour don't show her the library and Vahal's like there's a library what where's the library i want to go see the library and he's like don't show her i want to show her myself sometime you know in the future like and I love that just she's like oh a library I want the library and then when she sees it and he shows it to her and she's like oh my gosh it's like in my mind it's like a Beauty and the Beast library just like walls and books and, and I'm just like oh yeah that's it that's what she wants she's like oh my gosh this is so cool and he's like yep this is all yours and I love the conversation that comes after that too is that like you have you're basically the empress you can control all the books you want so if you want the books to be spread or you want them all brought back like that's up to you and then they have a little talk about knowledge and she's like hey you know knowledge should be shared with everybody and, and Aldrich's like yeah yeah, but, you know, maybe if we didn't have certain knowledge put out there, like, you know, we cover up the fact of the Crystal Caverns or something, then nobody, you know, Victor couldn't have done this. But then she counters and she says, but if the knowledge was out there, I could have learned more about the Crystal Caverns and I could have avoided it because I would have known what was going on with it, right? And he's like, you know, that's a good point. And so I like that, that sometimes it's not always right to just cover up the dangerous knowledge. Sometimes keeping it out there and then also keeping, you know, making it more available to everybody is more helpful because then they can look for the signs themselves and like be more wary on their own. Now, you're always going to have Victor characters who are trying to use that knowledge for evil. But even if that knowledge was hidden away, it always gets out somehow and it would have always come back anyway. So I, I don't know. I think... 
I'm pretty much out of stuff to talk about. This was a really fun book. It was a really fun series. I'm sorry I missed last week, you guys. I had a busy uh, work event stuff, and I, I'm sorry I'm trying my best here. So that's going to wrap up my discussion of Crystal Crown by Elise Kova, fifth book in the Air Awakened series. Thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks to Dave Hillowitz for the intro and outro music. If you have any questions or comments, you can send those to leaveromancypod at gmail.com. You know, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts at. Leave a review. That really helps me out. Get uh, have more people find me and start listening as well. And remember to crystallize the magic of books.